Welcome, clergy. And unfortunately, I can't talk, to, you know, gesture my hands in your direction. Because not only can I not see with this mask on in the spirit of Halloween, I also can't breathe if I don't hold this mask off my face. So, here we go. Anyways, I have a parable for all of you. A parable of fear in the spirit of the great season of October. Uh, frick, I nearly inhaled my own mask. But with that, I honestly am having a hard time remember. Most of it was on drugs. They drugged my food. It was very unpleasant. But it all began about... Hmm, how long was it? It was three days? Let's say six days. It makes it seem like it was an actual ordeal and not a very short escape. Anyways, it began six days ago. It was a dark night. The clouds were over the sky. For some reason, it's been beautiful the last four days. It must have been good luck. Anyways, it was a dark night. The clouds were covering the stars, so I was trying to get home because it was cold and unpleasant. And then I hear a terrible noise. The clip-clopping of hooves. Yes, I knew it immediately. The sound of a horse-drawn carriage, for I used to listen to them going up and down the street. It turns out that a gang from Idaho had gotten lost. And they had hunted me down hearing about my podcast, speaking against their interest in church. I couldn't describe it as amazing. Yes, it was Mormons. A Mormon gang, an off-sect of their church. You dropped the recording device. Are you that scared? Good Lord, man. Get control of yourself. Anyways, let me continue my story after Payton dropped the mic. But yes, I heard them coming and I hoped to escape. But unfortunately, this Mormon gang was a progressive sect. And they had night vision goggles, so I didn't get far. But as they chased me through the woods, I almost escaped back to the church where I would have been safe. Because they don't like entering other churches. It makes them uncomfortable and, you know, social norms and all that. But unfortunately... I tripped over a stick and uh, proceeded to fall down a hill that I wasn't paying attention to. So they caught me very quickly after that. But after I blacked out for unknown days and nights, it was like 45 minutes. It was terrible. I then proceeded to wake up in their dungeons. They have second-story basements in Idaho. Terrible. Devious. But with that... I began to make plans for my escape. I began looking for the exits, but unfortunately I could not pick the lock because they used those really old iron keys, the really big ones, like your middle finger size. I could not pick it because unfortunately I use electric key cards to slide the locks up when I need to get into Denny's at night. But I then made extra plans for when they came to interrogate me. Unfortunately, they had a devious trap in that room. Something I could not comprehend. Yes? Do you owe the Mormon gang's money? Mormon gang's money? No. They simply didn't like my podcast where I made fun of them. But anyway, mask back on so it can appear spooky. Anyways, after Payton's interesting question, I don't owe everyone money. It's just the Japanese, the Hawaiians, the Russians, the Italians, uh, maybe the Malaysians after 19-aught-something. I don't know, something happened there that wasn't fun. <coughs> but, anyways, back off the death aisle, it makes me have trouble sleeping. But, the devious trap, 
was a terrible thing. I fell asleep instantly. Those four-poster beds. You get in them and they're so comfortable. They had goose feather down, for God's sake. How can you resist that? I slept for six hours. And after that, I woke up to a breakfast of actual homemade bacon and eggs. I could not resist it, so I ate it. And they must have drugged it, for I felt it home. And I agreed with everything they said, even though I wasn't listening. I was still very sleepy. And then I truly knew my fate was sealed, for they offered me a toast of coffee. No Mormon drinks coffee! At least that I know. It might have been the Lutherans that don't do that. And that was truly when I know that they were a deviant sect, a true band of heretics against the Mormons. I can't see out of this. There's so much steam in here. Just take it off. Bathhouse. No, it adds to the effect. <laughs> this is drama, gosh dang it. I nearly pulled that off. Anyways, I then agreed to some, you know, vague conversations, and before I knew it, their next devious plan to integrate our very church that we stand in into their own and add to their ranks. Yes, they plan to marry me off to one of the leader's daughters. Now, the marriage ceremony itself was very classy, in fact. We got a horse-drawn carriage to drive us in. It was like a horse-drawn limousine, in fact. They had two whole... Excuse me. They had two whole compartments in there for people. It was very fancy. I almost, in fact, married her on the spot, except for the fact when they now asked me to renounce me. Done. Okay, I dropped the <laughs> Just yes. lose the mask, put the mic up here. Put the mic up here. Well, fine, I'll lose the mask. Hold on. I can't see. Anyways, geez. There you go. It's actual like a sauna. Anyways, just put this on like this. <laughs> I can't put it anywhere else. <laughs> but yes, after they asked me to renounce my faith, good parishioners, I knew I had to act. So in a moment of pure desperation, I simply walked out of the marriage. They didn't stop me. I also took the hat and the robes because they were kind enough to lend them to me. And it was very cheap to actually pay them off not to come back and take the robes. But with that, I escaped back to the parish and made plans to counterattack. I set a restraining order against my would-be fiancé, and that is the end of my terrible tale. It cost me $200 that day. A terrible loss. Something that could have gone to paying off the Italian Mafia, who they have now racked up interest on me. It turns out that they can do that just on notice. But with that, my terrible parable of terror ends. That was quite a tongue twister. I'm surprised I pulled that out of my mouth. And with that, you may take... You're not attached to the hammock. Good thing. It would have been an episode again of... the frick itself, the shelf isn't going to get hurt, unlike you, who got trapped twice on his rear. And with that, we may finally consecrate this holy friend's buttermilk bread. We're almost out, finally. It's still stale. And with that, I bid you goodwill and hopefully non-Mormon kidnappings in the future of your great October. Uh, I don't know how to... an ending word. Uh... Partisan Parliamentary. Anyways. Oh yes, right! Payton just reminded me, it's such a habit of mine for everyone to know where the donation box is at this point. Donation box is in the corner to the left. We still haven't set it up. The Mormons actually came in and stole it last week. Amen.